Welcome to the Port City Community Church Podcast. You are listening to our weekday summer series where we are exploring what it would look like to treat the summer as a Sabbath. Sabbath is a time set apart to experience rest as we deliberately stop working and trust in God's provision. To help us find new rhythms of Sabbath rest, we are reading together in the Psalms. Greetings and welcome back to the Summer Sabbath Podcast. Yesterday, we began our journey through Psalm 63 and saw how David's response to his wilderness experience sheds light on how we should react to those times when we find ourselves in a spiritually dry season. First, he sought God and looked to Him to quench his thirst. Today, David recalls an encounter with God, which reframed his perspective on his troubles, leading him to worship. So before we begin, I want to give you space to pause and consider those God moments in your life those times when God made His presence known to you. Then, spend a few moments praying, thanking God for that experience. Father, thank You for Your love that pursues us, Your grace that catches us, and Your mercy that follows us. Thank You that You are present in the good and You are present in the hard. Would you continue to reveal your presence to us and remind us that you are working on our behalf even when we don't notice it? Continue to give us tiny glimpses of you as the well that does not run dry even in our desert places. Would you, Father, be the only thing that satisfies us? Amen. As we mentioned yesterday, David wrote Psalm 63 while running for his life in the Judean wilderness. Cut off from everything and everyone he knew, David penned this poem. With this in mind, I invite you to listen or follow along in your Bible as we read Psalm 63 together. As you do, take special note of the different ways David expresses his dependence on God and his trust in God's faithfulness. Psalm 63 says this, You, God, are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips my mouth will praise you. On my bed I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night. Because you are my help, I sing in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. Those who want to kill me will be destroyed. They will go down to the depths of the earth. They will be given over to the sword and become food for jackals. But the king will rejoice in God. All who swear by God will glory in him, while the mouths of liars will be silenced. There were numerous justifiable reasons for David to be dismayed as he looked around at the desolate wasteland he now called home. Yet, David didn't give in to discouragement. He fought against those feelings by leaning on past experiences where God displayed His love, protection, and provision to him. So let's read Psalm 63 once again, but this time, center our attention on the two opening lines. Psalm 63, 1-2 says this, You, God, are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Take a moment to reflect on what we just read quietly. 
How did David's past encounters with God provide him with hope in his challenging present moment? Far from home, David draws on a memory, an experience inside the sanctuary in Jerusalem to bring him hope amid trying times. God's presence was undeniable, his faithfulness evident, and his love palpable. Calling to mind this powerful moment sparked a desire in David for a fresh meeting, one where God would display his power and glory all over again. A past recollection spurs a present day longing for faith, an encounter so formative that it alters David's response during difficulty. A collision occurs when our limited perspective and understanding bump up against God, His will and ways, and His power and presence. Everything starts with an encounter. Sometimes these moments are big and loud. Other times they are quiet and ordinary. When we hear the Spirit's still small voice challenging us to not lose hope, exhibit courage, and display faith, these moments shape, form, and mold us. They change us, how we see and respond to our circumstances and how we walk with Him faithfully. Take a moment and consider. Think back to those God moments. How did those encounters shape your understanding of God and grow your faith? Let's read today's passage slowly one more time. Psalm 63, one through two says this, "'You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory.'" God hasn't stopped moving, displaying his faithfulness or providing guidance. He's active all around us, but unfortunately, we're often too busy, preoccupied, or self-consumed to notice, and those encounters pass us by without impacting our hearts and souls. David kept that encounter with God at the forefront of his mind, going as far as saying he beheld God's power and glory. To behold something or someone entails intentionally slowing down and paying attention. We live in a culture full of noise and distractions, Everything around us is vying for attention, hoping to be the winner of our most precious commodity, our focus. We direct our attention to things we deem worthy and valuable, even if they're not. The price of our attention comes at the expense of our hearts. Many of us spend our days dealing with our divided hearts because we let our scattered attention wander or focus on lesser things. The demands and allure of the immediate supersede the change and transformation we hope to experience in the future. What we don't realize or consider is that the mind awakens the heart. What gets our attention receives our affection. We become what we set our minds on. So as we begin to wrap our time together, we want to provide you with some space to respond to what we read and maybe to what God is trying to say to you through Psalm 63. First. Take a moment to process this question. Who or what is vying for your attention and how does giving them attention influence the condition of your heart? Another question to consider is this. How can you intentionally pause throughout the day 
to behold and acknowledge God's power and glory. Now take a moment to pray for what God places on your heart during this time. And then I'll come back and share a prayer for all of us. Father God, when I'm discouraged, may I recall the ways you've been faithful to me over the years. May recalling these moments bring relief, evoke worship, instill courage, and lead to a deeper dependence on you. You haven't stopped moving in my life. You are at work all around me. May I train my eyes to notice signs of your provision, presence, and protection. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Take moments throughout today to notice the places where God is trying to get your attention. Ask that He would make His presence known to you. Join us tomorrow as we delve deeper into the powerful act of worship and how our outward expressions of praise speak to an inner working taking place in our hearts. Until then, blessings. Thank you.